Welcome to the Countdown to 100 Episodes special series from Be The Good With Kate. If you are tuning into this podcast for the first time, welcome. Be The Good With Kate is all about highlighting individuals who have overcome obstacles, looked inward, taken the time and effort and fails and successes to find their passions, follow them, and help others along the way. I've had the great honor of interviewing nearly 100 guests for this show, and each one has inspired me in various ways. And now to bring in 100 episodes, I wanted to bring back some of these guests to give you a reminder of the great things they are doing, an update on where they are now, and an opportunity to be inspired again by their words of wisdom. In the show notes, you'll see the original episodes of each guest, so you can go back and listen, as I know you'll want to hear more after taking in these snippets from each. New or returning, I cannot thank you enough for being a part of the Be The Good With Kate community. Every listen means the world, and every comment, email, share, and review both fill my heart with gratitude as well as help these inspiring messages of pursuing your passion get to more listeners. Thank you. Now on to the episode. Let's spread a little more goodness in the world. Episode 67, we had Sophie Lindbergh on Be The Good With Kate. She's the host of Claim Your Potential. And I think that still to this day, she remains the youngest uh, person on the show. And she's already done so much in her a few years on this earth, <laughs> comparatively speaking. Uh, but you are joining us now from D.C. still? Yes. Yes. I'm right. still based in D.C. Great. And tell us more about what you're doing, what's going on with the podcast. Share away. Absolutely. So last time I was on Claim Your Potential was called something a little bit different. It was still just a podcast. Um, and since then, it has really evolved and it has become a larger organization where we have a board of directors and we have um, interns that are that are working with us. And we have filed our articles of incorporation as a not-for-profit corporation in the District of Columbia. And we also just filed our 501c3 nonprofit status. So fingers crossed there, it all goes through. Uh, we filed that a little over a month ago. So lots of just amazing updates since I was on the show, I think. Last time I was on the show, I was, you know, still trying to figure out and navigate, all right, what do I want to do with this podcast? I knew I wanted it to be a little bit more, but I wasn't quite, you know, sure where I wanted to take it yet. And so now we offer a couple of services. Um, we have a few programs beyond our podcast. So we have a mentorship program called the Empowered Women's Network, where we connect, you know, women in the same industries or women that are pursuing the same industries together, one as a mentor, one as a mentee. And we, you know, provide them with that one-on-one -on -one mentorship experience. And we have networking opportunities with that and an exclusive LinkedIn group. Um, and we've really just been developing out this program, of course, 100% free for everyone. So that's been uh, a new development in, you know, the not the not for profit side of what we do. And then, of course, we also have, you know, the podcast, and then we also run a couple other educational resources. So we've launched tools and workbooks, and we're really trying to push out, you know, educational campaigns on social media. And so it's been a very exciting couple wow. months. Um, just especially since April is really when everything got into the full swing of things. So it's been lots of new developments and there's more programs coming and the spotlight of women in your community. That's also a new program that we've just launched, which is 
you get to nominate someone in your community that's making a difference and we'll spotlight them on social media, on our website, in our newsletter to really, you know, raise women up and give them that voice and that platform. So there'll be lots more coming and yeah, it's been such an exciting journey. Wow. You know, you hear about podcasts becoming narrative for like books or television shows, but you don't often hear about podcasts turning into an entire nonprofit. And that is so awesome. What was the impetus for that? I mean, you said that you knew you wanted it to be more. What was the decision of, oh, it's going to be a nonprofit and because <laughs> there's more to it, but yes. Yeah. So last time I was on the podcast, I know we we talked a lot about, you know, my experience in the nonprofit industry and how that's really been, you know, where my headspace has been and where, you know, my education is and and where my career experience has been in. And so I knew that, all right, a nonprofit's definitely on the table. I want to start one down the line at some point. And down the line, I was like, all right, maybe that's 10, 15 years away. We'll think about it later. And the podcast was growing and I was sitting and I was thinking, and I was like, I know there's more, there's just a little bit more I could be doing. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And I thought it was, all right, maybe I need to do more episodes. And I went, no, I don't think that's it. And I was talking to some friends about it and, you know, they were asking me like, all right, how does claim your potential connect with what you want to do in the future? And I was like, I'm, I'm not sure yet. And I always had this idea in the back of my mind of starting a empowerment center that would have, you know, vocational skills classes and, you know, resume building and financial workshops and things like that. And so that was always in the back of my mind. But again, I thought it was later on down the road. And someone had told me, they said, well, you know, what you're doing with Claim Your Potential, the podcast is you're essentially, you know, you're building an audience, you're getting that brand recognition out there, but you're also, you're in the process of educating on those topics that you want to do your empowerment center on. So why not just connect the two together and then make it, you know, a subsidiary of, you know, the, the bigger brand of what claim your potential is. And so from that conversation, I went to the drawing board, figured out a logo, figured out new branding, vision, mission, all of that. And was like, okay, I think I can work with this. And so now our, our new mission vision is empowering women and girls. And how we do that is providing them with the skills, resources, and tools that they need to grow academically, emotionally, financially, and professionally. And so with that comes, you know, podcast episodes, with that comes different workbooks we put out. It comes with our mentorship program and lots of other programs that are coming down the line that really address that while still fitting so seamlessly with what was already going on with the podcast and the guests that I was talking to and the topics we were talking about. And so it's just been, it just seemed like the next step, the natural next step. And it, you know, had very little, you know, mental pushback from me. It was very like, oh, this is definitely it. I can go full steam ahead. And that was kind of how it really came about is I had no hesitation and I knew all right, my entire body is telling me that there's nothing wrong with this idea. Okay, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and isn't that like the case, that gut feeling, right? And you were exactly. fully in. This is so cool. I did not expect to also get this great, like how-to of creating your vision, right? And creating your nonprofit. And it's, again, great reminder. Is that something I feel like I've been saying a lot recently with these update episodes, especially? Great reminders, great reminders, because again, you 
you saw something and you said, I can do more with it. Mm-hmm. You didn't say, oh my gosh, I don't know what, where to go next. I didn't know. I don't know. You said, okay, let's break this down. What can I do? You talk to people, you listened, you asked questions, you took it step by step. And now you've already created this entire nonprofit and everything you're doing and you're continuing to grow. That is so phenomenal. And this is in addition to all the fascinating guests that you have on Claim Your Potential. So I'm excited for this audience to get to go check out Claim Your Potential and then also to dive more into all that you're doing with the nonprofit. And all those links are in the show notes of the episode as well. Amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, Kate, for all of the amazing work that you do and all the guests you bring on. I think every episode leaves me with a little piece of more inspiration to just keep going and to keep doing what I'm doing. And so I just want to say thank you for everything that you do because you deserve so much appreciation and um, you absolutely deserve the world with this podcast and everything you're doing. Oh, Sophie, thank you so much. I really appreciate the support and I loved having you on the show. So episode 67, check it out and all the links to what you're doing with Claim Your Potential in the show notes as well. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Next up, we have our resident clown, Eddie Smits. No, for real. He was actually a professional clown in Belgium for years and went on to visit over 10,000 sick and palliative children. Episode 68. It was such a just fascinating episode and heartfelt episode. I encourage you to listen if you haven't already. This is Bio States. This work required more than a pair of big shoes and a red nose. I needed to develop a strong kind of leadership, but most of all, I needed to learn to connect, which even as a clown is a challenge with sick or palliative children. Today, Eddie uses his experience to help parents and leaders authentically connect in his role as a coach. Happy 100! Um, 100 years? Are you 100? No. The 100th child! No. Oh, 100. 100 times go to the market? Oh. 100. 100. I don't know. 100, I guess, then. Happy 100th anniversary of your podcast, the 100th episode. Congratulations, Kate. And thank you again that I could appear on your podcast. Uh, only the name, I thought it was magnificent. So you asked me about what changed or what is different since I did the podcast with you. Well, there has been a lot of changes, actually. Um, so I started to think about my coaching and what I was doing and how I could help people the most, right? So as a hospital clown, I also uh, tried to figure out how I could be of most of service for the families and, and children who had a good time. So that's what I did now also. And, you know, stress is the word nowadays. And it's not only the word, uh, stress causes a lot of things uh, within people, within families, um, and so on and so on. And especially when you are a leader or when you're an entrepreneur, um, you've got to deal with a lot of stress. And in my coaching now, I'm starting to really niche down on stress management because when you can contain your stress, then your challenges will be um, less hard you will be clear-headed, your decisions will be better. And it's not that you don't need stress. 
um, actually you don't need stress, but it's not that you won't have stress anymore. I mean, everybody has stress once in a while, but it's what you do when you feel that you have stress and how do you switch to a calm state of mind. Uh, and especially looking back at myself in 2015, where I got a serious burnout, uh, I, I can see now if I had the tools back then that I have now and that I teach now, um, that I coach now, um, then this burnout for once, I wouldn't have it. And two, I would have got rid of it very, very, very fast. Um, so that's the change for me. Um, but I think as a human being, we have to keep on learning and we have to improve ourselves. And that's what I did from the the moment I was on your podcast to now. So I'm really into more into stress management. I work with positive intelligence, for example, which has a lot of similarities with clouding. And well, that's what I wanted to say. And again, congratulations with your 100th podcast episode. And we will see each other at number 200, maybe sooner, who knows? Take care, Kate, and catch you later. Bye-bye. Episode 52 became one of the most played episodes, featuring JJ Kells giving us a point of view from the side of someone who is going to therapy, working through each day with OCD, and sharing her struggles and triumphs with others along the way. It takes a lot of strength to do that, and JJ is helping others by finding ways to incorporate this information and encouragement into her life, in addition to having just finished grad school and exploring what's next. Thank you to JJ for sharing this vulnerable piece of her life with us and inspiring us all. Hi, Kate. It's JJ. It's been a little over a year since we did our podcast episode together. At that time, I was near graduating from my master's degree program. It was just within a couple of weeks from that. I did graduate. Since then, I have been applying for jobs, many jobs. And to be honest, it's been extremely difficult physically, emotionally. It's been very draining because what I have received are a lot of rejections, but that's okay because now that it's been a year, I do feel stronger. I did get an offer. Um, I do currently work at a local restaurant. Um, I did get an offer in the industry I do want to work in, which is um, anything related to animal welfare, advocacy, rescue. My main interest is long-term policy change and things like that. So I did have a working interview. I did get to travel out of state for that and actually go to the facility and work with farmed animals. And it was absolutely incredible. And I would not take it back for anything. It wasn't the best for me at the time and logistically wasn't going to work. However, I have also had conversations with other organizations and actually just recently had one that um, I actually expected to go lead to something potentially, um, which it didn't. Um, so I ended up thinking about the conversation a bit and realized that it actually did go better than my emotions initially told me it did. Um, and hopefully we'll stay connected. There just weren't as many openings as there were a little bit ago. Anyway, my point in all of this is that even though my life does not look right now as I would have said I wanted it to when we did our podcast, I think that my ability to deal with these things 
is a lot better. I have really taken a lot of time to explore myself and largely what we talked about, which is mental health. I did engage in a program for a little over two months that was all day, most of the day, five days a week. Then it went down to two, to three to four. And I worked on my mental health and skills to not avoid these experiences and feeling uncomfortable, but how to get through them and still make choices that align with my long-term goals and how I want my life to be and what I want my impact to be. So I think that I've gained a lot more resilience. I've always known I had that in me, and I think I gained a lot more. I've also developed a more concrete mission. Pretty much anyone that knows me or a lot of people that have met me know that I love animals, and that is what my life is largely about. I have other hobbies. I love to run. I love to read. I just love to learn really anything I can. I love foreign languages. But now I've finally been able to pinpoint that what I really care about and that what I know is unique about me that not necessarily everyone talks about is fulfillment. Not fulfillment just for myself, not fulfillment only for other humans. That is all absolutely important, but I really want to fight for fulfillment for non-human animals because I think that's something a lot of us don't think about. And I definitely think it's possible. Animals grieve, animals celebrate, animals play. Animals do a lot of things that we don't realize or don't think about. And they can feel fulfilled as well. And in the same way, animals can go through grief and loss and anger and fear, but still overall have fulfillment and have connections. And that's something I'm working on. And I'm making a lot of progress on my personal website. Well, I'd like to do more, we can always say that. But that's really what I'm working on. And my tagline, at least currently, is fulfillment for all species. And that is going to sound maybe silly to a lot of people, but it's extremely important to me. And any way I can contribute to that daily is important, whether it's going to the shelter and walking dogs and letting them choose where we go, or when I'm dog sitting, doing the activity the dog likes to do, or looking out for animals that might need help while I'm walking around the neighborhood, um, things like that. Whatever I can to long-term contribute to fulfillment for all species, especially those that are maybe less regarded. So I'm very driven about that. I'm still working with the therapist I was last year. I'm very happy with her. I'm very happy about that. I am hopeful, even though I'm definitely frustrated that just the employment, seeking employment, where I want it to be is hard. I'm actually feeling a lot more driven than I thought if you were to tell me this a year ago. And I'm working on my own project. Maybe I'll start something on my own for now. It's the focus of my website and I guess of my life, fulfillment for all species. That's my focus because when I look back one day, I want people to realize that that's what I fought for and hopefully that's what I contributed to. So that's pretty much what I've been up to. Still looking out for animals, still focusing on my mental health, but it's definitely not something that is allowed to take over my life. And I've gotten even stronger within the past year at being in charge of my own life and I'm really happy. Thank you so much. And I appreciate having been on the podcast. I'm loving all of the new episodes. And I would absolutely love to maybe talk another time, Kate. And I'd love to, I will love to keep learning about all your guests. And thank you for all you do because you definitely helped me contribute to my own fulfillment and stay driven to contribute to fulfillment of animals. Bye. So many thanks to these beautiful humans for sharing their updates and thank you to you for tuning in again for episode 97 of Be The Good with Kate. 
in taking classes over the years or observing workout videos, one major piece that is often missing, stressing safety and form. Additionally, group fitness classes are often marketed as being open to all levels, yet how often do instructors not give modifications nor progressions so that each participant truly can get what he or she needs out of the class? So that's why I created the 101 series, which take things back to basics with three separate courses, Bar 101, Pilates 101, and Hit 101, focusing on safety and efficiency so you can maximize your workouts, be confident when you step into a group fitness class or workout on your own, be strong in your execution of the most common exercises, and be proud of yourself for taking these huge steps forward on your health journey. Check it out at bebykate.com. The link is in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to Be The Good with Kate Cherichello. Whether you're listening on YouTube or via podcast, it would mean the world if you liked, subscribed, and or left a review. You heard about the good? Now go out and be the good in your life this week. If you have stories of good news that need to be shared, please send me a message. Thanks again and have a great week.